Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Father God, bless the word as it goes forth today. In Jesus' name, amen. Chapter 5, Genesis. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, and the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam, in the day when they were created. And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness, after his image, and called his name Seth. Now that's a long time between uh, Cain and Abel and the third son. It's a lot of time, probably. Well, definitely a lot of time since he was born. 130 years old, have a child. I thought Omega Man was old when he had a, a child just uh, two years ago. I was 51. 130, could you imagine? But then again, people then lived to be 969, like Methuselah. Wow. Good grief, could you imagine? 969? Wow. If you lived that long, you were still Poe? I don't know what what to say. <laughs> we have such a short amount of time here in this world, and uh, sadly, sometimes by the time we get things figured out, it's about time to kick the bucket. But even if you made some mistakes, surely you can re- recover in the first 100 years. Then you got 800 years to be prospering. My goodness. Well... 
Today it seems people lived about 70. They're blessed 80 or 90. Real blessed? Well, beyond that, but what's the quality of life? That was nothing back then, just a walk in the park. 130 years old, he begat Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were 800 years. So he lived to be, what, 930? Wow. And he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years. And he died. And Seth lived 105 years and begat Enos. Now, I complain that the Indonesians over here. A lot of people wait till their 30s to get married. They even have children. Mid-30s. I'm like, what are you waiting so long for? Uh, back in the deep south, Georgia. Where I come from. Not so deep. Well, actually I did. I, I was born in Warner Robins, but my mom, granddad, born in Lyons, Georgia. So that's deep south. But... People get married early back then, 16, 18, 19. I was married when I was 19. Wait till you're 35? Come on, what are you doing? Seth waited to 105 years old. 105? Does that mean he was a eunuch? To 105? How did he hold out that long? I don't know. Lived 105 years old, but get Enos. And Seth lived after he begat Enos 807 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were 912 years and he died. And Enos lived 90 years and begat Canaan. I just imagine, I mean, you know, their bodies didn't age that fast back then. They're probably in, in their prime at five or 600 years old. What if they had baby skin at 100? Good grief. But he's 90. And begets Canaan. And Enos lived after he begat Canaan 850 years. Begat sons and daughters, and all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. You could literally beget children over that space time, you'd have a whole city of your progeny. Children, grandchildren, great, 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 great children. Could you imagine? How would you remember everybody's names? People today have a hard time remembering all their grandkids' names. And Cain, uh, and all the days of Enos were 905 years and he died. And Canaan lived 70 years. Okay. And begat Mahalalil. And Canaan lived after he begat Mahalalil. 840 years and begat sons and daughters and all the days of Canaan were 910 years and he died and Mahalel lived 65 years and begat Jared and Mahalel lived after he begat Jared 830 years and begat sons and daughters and all the days of Mahalel were 895 years and he died and Jared lived 162 years and begat Enoch and Jared lived after he begat Enoch 800 years and begat sons and daughters 
And all the days of Jared were 962 years. Wow. And he died. And Enoch lived 65 years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and, and he was not, for God took him. He didn't die. God took him. And I believe for this reason, Enoch and Elijah, who was taken up by God, right? In the chariot? We don't have any indication that they died, right? They were just taken. What's upon a man once died in the judgment, that means those two guys got to die. So when are they going to die? They're going to die on the streets of Jerusalem as the, the two witnesses. And they'll do their work and, and then they're killed. And then God resurrects them and takes them back. So I think that's why they got to come back and God will use them as the two witnesses. I don't believe it will be Moses. Because Moses died, was buried by God. But Enoch and Elijah, there we go. I, I, that's my bet. Because they were taken. God just grabbed them, took them up in a chariot. Okay, what an honor. Those guys never died. Wow. They're living in a different dimension in heaven. They're like 6,000 years old each. That's amazing. I wonder what they look like. Probably look like they're in their prime. Okay. Um, yes, 25. And Methuselah lived 187 years and begot Lamech. And Methuselah lived after he begot Lamech 782 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah were 969 years and he died. Oldest living man ever who died. And all the days of Methuselah were 969 years and he died. And Lamech lived 182 years and begot a son. And he called his name Noah, saying, this same shall comfort us concerning our work and toll of our hands, because of the ground which of the ground which Yahovah hath cursed. And Lamech lived after he begat Noah five hundred ninety five years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Lamech were seven hundred seventy seven years. What a number, and he died. What's your birthday? Uh, what's your? How old are you? You put on driver's license. I'm 777. <laughs> That's amazing. And Noah was 500 years old. And Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth. What I want to know is Ham that people eat. Is it taken from the name of Ham? Ham had the name first. Why is it that people eat ham sandwiches? Just saying. I don't know. Is there a connection? I don't know yet. Genesis chapter 6. And it came to pass when men began to multiply in the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them. 
Here's it. Genesis 6, everybody talks about. Once again, and it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God, these are uh, angelic beings, saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. Sons of God. And Yahovah said, My spirit shall not always strive with men. For that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. That's when our lifespans were cut short right there in Genesis 6. Why is that? It has to do with the Spirit of God that he puts into each person. If the spirit's removed, it's like a car with no battery. Battery taken out, car dead. Spirit come out of your body, you're, you're dead. So am I. God's saying his spirit shall not always strive with men. So God decided his spirit was not going to remain in men to the same length it had been previously. Now, 120 years. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that. Why? Tells you why. When the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them. This is not talking about human beings or what it said the sons of men came unto the daughters of men. No, sons of God. That is dealing with an angelic or a spirit being had the ability somehow to reproduce. They bare children to them, and the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. And God, capital G-O-D, that's the Godhead. I believe that's talking about God the Father, Yehovah, God the Son, who's Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh. And God, they, those three, saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented Yehovah that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And Yahovah said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Apparently there was defilement going on, man and beast. Then say anything about the sea creatures. They continue, don't they? But Noah found grace in the eyes of Yehovah. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. Perfect. I believe that is talking about the DNA. It was not corrupted. 
his generations. He was still pure. He had not been turned into a hybrid, a mutant. What happens when you keep taking these mRNA shots? Take two or three? Will it turn you into a mutant? Just might. I don't want to take that chance, do you? And if you've taken some, repent. Ask the Lord to heal your body. But there's coming a time people keep taking this stuff. If they don't die, they're going to turn right into a mutant. You might grow a third arm. Okay. Noah was perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God. The earth was filled with violence. It's starting to look like that way in America, doesn't it? Other parts of the world. Listen, it's a frightening thing to think about falling into the hands of the living God. We've got a nation right now who's celebrating Pride Month. Basically putting their fist up to heaven. And saying they have the right to change their sex. And engage in forbidden sexual practices. Pride cometh before the fall. God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. We need to be on the lookout. God's probably going to resist America very soon. It's not going to be pretty. Pride cometh before the fall. Are we going to see the fall of America? If it doesn't repent, absolutely. God says to Noah, Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shalt thou make in the ark and shall pitch it within and without with pitch what was this pitch was it like a bitumen was it like a tar so they made the ark out of gopher wood and then they used this sealant on the inside and outside Man, that stuff would harden. It'd be waterproof. Had rooms in there. Why? They needed places to put the animals. Stalls. Bedrooms. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make of it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. The breadth of it, 50 cubits. And the height of it, 30 cubits. A window shalt thou make to the ark and in a a cubit shalt thou finish it above and the door of the ark thou shalt set in the side thereof with the lower second and third stories shalt thou make it it was a three level ark probably then lived up on the top deck second deck Uh, animals third deck more animals or was that where the caca went I don't know but I believe it still exists somewhere up there in an area known as the mountains of Eret which extends into modern day Iran now for decades people have been looking for the ark 
and there have been countless expeditions up Mount Ararat in modern day Turkey but just because that's called Mount Ararat doesn't mean that that is the Mount Ararat where the Bible landed because there is a verse that talks about Noah's Ark settled in the mountains of Ararat again that's a range which extends from Turkey over into modern day Iran and if it was over in Iraq, uh, excuse me, Turkey, they would have found it. I do not believe that that thing called Noah's Ark, found by Ron White, is the Ark. I don't buy it. Looks to me like a fort. I believe it's in the area known as Iran. And a guy named Ed Davis, an American in the Army, was stationed in that area and claims to have seen it in Iran in the 50s. Took a lie detector test, he passed. And there have been other sightings in modern day Iran. Bob Kornuki went over there and so did uh, a brother, his name slips in my mind for a moment. Went over there too. We've had him on the program. And uh, they didn't find it, although they believe that there was some wreckage that was part of it they didn't find the whole ship I want to think that that's where it's still at to be discovered can you imagine that's on my bucket list I got to get over to Iran I want to look for Noah's Ark I want to get over to uh, Mount Sinai summit Mount Sinai in Saudi Arabia I have already been to uh Israel twice went up to the Temple Mount stood on a site called Dome of the of the Spirits which is believed to be where the Ark of the Covenant once sat and I was looking down there just imagining that platform being able to descend down into the mountain through a, a system of sand hydraulics that according to Michael Rood Solomon had that technology because he was married to one of Pharaoh's daughters and so he was able to access all the secrets of Egypt in terms of sand hydraulic systems I don't know I believe that that ark is under the temple mount hidden down there in a chamber I've been to Golgotha Uh, much to be explored in Israel I want to go back there if I could live there I would that would be my my dream home base man I love this stuff I'd like to go over there and see it that'd be awesome when I was a boy my dad worked for Lester Summerall for about a year and a half I remember eating out after one Sunday service with Lester and his wife I was only about seven and I sat right across the table from Dr. Summerall and asked him some questions one of them was about his trip to the pyramids and he told me a little story, and he was telling me about it. he went over there into the pyramids, and I think he said he saw the Great Sphinx, and he said, one of these days I'll take you. Well, that never got to happen, but yeah, he told me he would take me to Egypt. I'd like to go over there, though. Um, I believe that it's possible to find this very ark that we're reading about. Some of it's still there. Now, I believe Ron Wyatt was one of the first up 
to identify Mount Sinai, Jabal Al-Laws. I believe that. I believe he made some other discoveries. But I don't believe he found uh, Noah's Ark. Now, that's just my opinion. Found something, but I really believe it's preserved. What they found over there, I don't know. It doesn't look like the Ark to me. Here we go. Three levels. Verse 17, Behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of earth, of waters, excuse me, upon the earth, to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life from under heaven. And everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant. And thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives with thee. And of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort shalt thou bring in the ark. To keep them alive with thee, they shall be male and female. Male and male, or female and female, can't procreate, can they? Of fowls after their kind, and of cattle after their kind, of every creeping thing on the earth after his kind, two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and it shall be food for thee and food for them. Thus Noah did according to all that God commanded him, so did he. They had to put back at least a year's worth of food. And Yahovah said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and a beast that are not clean by two, the male and his female, a fowls also of the air by sevens, and the male, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. People not procreating anymore. The human race uh, is marked for destruction and extinction. Satan doesn't want babies to be born. He wants to murder them in the womb and out of the womb. He's trying to extinguish the seed of mankind. People don't want to have children. They're greedy. And they're in disobedience to the word of God, which says, be fruitful, multiply. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Japan doesn't want to have children. They're the Japanese people are dying out will soon be extinct if they keep up at the current reproductive rates where nobody's having babies anymore by and large there's more old people than young people over there and the young people they say oh we don't have enough money to get married we're too busy trying to make it do our career when is there ever time for a family well so they die out as a race in America, patriots 
those who voted for Donald Trump, who love America, are being replaced by an invasion of illegals. That's what it's about. We're being replaced. So the communists in power, or would-be communists, I guess they're fascists right now, can remain in power. If you haven't seen Redacted, Redacted, go look at it. Somebody's buying up 30 miles, square miles of acreage and building colonies for illegals coming in to to settle in Texas. I hear it's getting so bad in Texas. Even Alex Jones is moving. He's going to Fordham. Everybody seems to be going to Fordham. The problem is Fordham is marked for destruction. It's one of the four places on Demetri Dudeman's list that get nuked. So I don't know how good that is of an option in the long term. But God is about keeping seed alive. For yet seven days and I will cause it to rain upon the earth. Forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that Yahovah commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in and his sons and his wife and his son's wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean and of fowls and of everything that creepeth upon the earth. There went in two and two unto, unto Noah into the ark the male and the female as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. All the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. And the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, sons of Noah, and Noah's wife and three wives of his sons with them into the ark. Then every beast after his kind, and all the cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind, and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went in unto Noah into the ark, two and two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. And they that went in and went in male and female of all flesh, as God had commanded him, and the Lord, that's Jehovah, shut him in. God shook close the door. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lift up above the earth. And the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth. And the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed prevailed exceedingly upon the earth. And all the high hills 
that one of the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth and every man, all in whose nostrils was the breath of life. Of all that was in the dry land died, and every living substance was destroyed which was upon the face of the ground, both men, cattle, the creeping things, and the fowl of the heaven, and they were destroyed from the earth, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. Of course, the the sea creatures, they lived. Something had to eat all these carcasses. Otherwise, they'd just be floating out there. Can you imagine? The fish of the deep, boy, they had a feast. They all ate till they're full. And the waters prevailed upon the waters a hundred and fifty days, five months. And God remembered Noah and every living thing, and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters assuaged. The fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped. And the rain from heaven was restrained. And the waters returned from off the earth continually, and after the end of a hundred and fifty days, the waters were abated. That's a long time in that ark. And the ark rested upon in the seventh month, on the seventh day of the month, upon the mountains, there we go, mountains plural of Ararat. Let the, let the word interpret the word. That's why I look in modern day Iran. That would be the first place I'd look for the ark. And the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountain seen. And it came to pass at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made And he sent forth a raven, which went forth to and fro, till the waters were dried up from off the earth. And he sent forth a dove from him, to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her feet, and she returned unto him in the ark. For the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Some people believe in a localized flood, but it says here, the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet another seven days. And again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came into him in the evening. And lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet another seven days. Sent forth the dove, which returned not again unto him any more. And it came to pass in the six hundredth and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters are dried up from off the earth. And Noah removed the covering off the ark, and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. 
And in the second month, on the seventh and twentieth day of the month, twenty-seventh, was the earth dried. And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife, and thy sons, and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with all thee, with thee, fall flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful, and multiply upon the earth. There was a time in my life back in 2005 when I got my first prophetic word, and one of the things that God said, which was stunning, is He said, Let there be seed. I was like, Wow. It'd be a while. But I did my part, I've had five. Does God want seed today? Absolutely. God has not rescinded that instruction. Let there be seed. Devil's trying to kill people. He wants to take people to hell. He wants the human race to be extinct. And how we help them with these laws that allow for the murder of children. Transgenderism, transhumanism. My brother I talked to today, he said, did you hear the news about this Korean doctor? He said, no, and he said he's, uh, he can clone animals. He's got a, a beloved cat or dog, and you want to clone him? Take him to this guy, and he can clone him. So when they die, you got another copy. I was like, is he calling humans? I bet he has. Not him. Somebody over in China has or America. I would not doubt it at all. If you can do an animal, why not a human? Now, they, I think it would be, uh, they'd look alike. It wouldn't be same spirit, same soul. Of course, that's unique. That's given by God. But it'd be alike in many ways. Definitely Aesthetically. And maybe have some of the same, you know, DNA issues. Maybe familiar spirits <laughs> would be familiar to that one just as it was to its ancestor. Okay. Noah went forth and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. And every beast and every creeping thing and every fowl. And whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kinds went forth out of the ark. And Noah built an altar unto Jehovah, and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And Jehovah smelled a sweet savor, and Jehovah said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more every thing living as I have done. While the earth remaineth seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Father God, thank you for this opportunity to read your word. Thank you for this. That we have a Bible of our very own. 
Bless everyone that came out today. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, I love and appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Well, we did uh, two programs tonight. We'll get Dr. Sabrina rescheduled, and we did uh, three chapters of Speak My Word. Or was it uh, four chapters? I think we did four. Love you all, folks. God bless you. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.